I want to start just by wishing a happy Father's Day to all the fathers uh, who are here, and my thanks as well for all you do for the church and for your families. Uh, and I hope today that you enjoyed your new ties and your new coffee mugs and your new grills and lazy boys and the whole deal. <laughs> Fear no one. Fear no one. Be not afraid. That's what Jesus has for us today. Simple advice, but powerful advice. And it's powerful because of the opportunity for freedom. Be not afraid, fear no one. That is powerful because of the freedom that comes with the person who rejects fear. I'm not aware of anyone, everyone. I'm not aware of anyone who has put to better use that advice from Jesus and the power of freedom that comes with it than Pope St. John Paul II. Pope St. John Paul II was made Pope in 1978, and in, he's Polish, of course, and in 1979, June, shortly after being elected, John Paul II visited his home country of Poland. You'll remember from your high school history, of course, that at this time, Poland was under domination by the Soviet Union, and before that, occupied by the Nazis. And 20 years before that, Poland was split between Russia, Germany, and Austria. It wasn't even its own country. In addition, during that entire time period, the Catholic faith was extremely persecuted. Churches were limited or shut down. Uh, priests and, and religious and, and faithful Catholics were imprisoned or even killed. And so you can imagine, after so many years of persecution, what the outlook and what the legitimate fear the legitimate fear of what your typical Polish person would have had. In 1978, in John Paul II's first homily, he had this to say. Brothers and sisters, do not be afraid to welcome Christ and accept his power. Help the Pope, referring to himself in the third person. Help the Pope and all those who wish to serve Christ and with Christ's power to serve the human person and the whole of mankind, do not be afraid. Open wide the doors for Christ. To his saving power, open the boundaries of states, economic and political systems, the vast fields of culture, civilization, and development. Oh, is that all? Do not be afraid. In other words, he's saying, hey, world. I know we've had not one, but two incredibly destructive world wars. I know that even now, millions live under totalitarian regimes. Millions more suffer from economic injustice of every kind and terrible systems that dehumanize. But don't let fear of those things, as the gospel calls it today, fear of those who can kill the body. Don't let fear of those things keep us from letting in Jesus. Bring them to Jesus. Jesus can transform the world. Do not be afraid. John Paul II brought that message, that confidence in Christ, that confidence in Christ that rejects fear 
to his homeland in Poland in 1979, and the effect was world-shaking. Many years earlier, Joseph Stalin, the terrible leader of the Soviet Union early in its history, had mocked the papacy, asking, how many divisions has the Pope? In other words, how big is his army? What can he do? That pious, sky, uh, pious pie in the sky stuff, that is no match for tanks, no match for soldiers, no match for nuclear weapons. Turns out Stalin was wrong. When John Paul II came to Poland and preached that message, he completely undermined Soviet control. He totally changed the direction of Poland, totally changed the direction of the Cold War, and he had taken out Soviet control at its root, which was, how did Soviets control, how, do, how does every Soviet or totalitarian regime control? Through fear. Sure, three years after, Soviets could still manipulate the economy and politics. Yeah, they could to a certain extent. But the root of their power was gone. Because at the preaching of John Paul II, in his example, in his confidence in Christ, the soul, the soul, the faith of the Polish people had been set free. That's not an overstatement. It's an understatement. Countless examples illustrate why that's true, but this is my favorite one. When John Paul II preached in Warsaw, his first day there, it's Pentecost Sunday, and he prays, he prays on behalf of the Polish people as the Pope, he prays, let your spirit descend, transform us. And the people at that preaching and that prayer began to chant, we want God. We want God. Millions and millions of people are gathered in the, scare, in the square in Warsaw, and they chant, we want God. We want God. John Paul II has to stop, and he just listens and watches. We want God. For 15 minutes, millions and millions of people just stood in a square in Warsaw and chanted, we want God. Soviet control was over at that moment. Whether used by totalitarian regimes or by the enemy of our human nature, the enemy that tries to trip us up in our daily life, fear is an instrument of control. I hope that this little rejection of fear by John Paul II and the Polish people at the worldwide level illustrates what's also true for us at the personal level. When a Christian could care less for the world, could care less for those who can hurt my body, but cannot touch or imprison my soul. When a Christian could care less for those who cannot prevent my entrance into heaven. In other words, when a Christian wholeheartedly, with their entire being, rejects fear there is a great experience of freedom. Being totally dedicated to heaven and the values of heaven, being totally dedicated to what feeds the soul means freedom for eternity. 
but also it means for us in our daily lives, freedom right now. It's simple advice from Jesus, fear no one, be not afraid. But, it's a power, but a powerful promise comes with it, the experience of freedom for the soul.